Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I've, I've managed to make it through the whole day without bringing it up so far. I've, I've managed to almost not even think about it. I'm trying to put it out of my mind. Baseball is an almost everyday game. You have to put it behind you, move on. There's a new, new game tomorrow. <clears throat> you, you, can, you can talk. Go you're ahead. done? No, yeah, go ahead. I thought you had more to say. You look like you had a lot more to say. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm really, I, I'm really nervous about what you're going to say. Cause I, I just, I'm trying not to, I'm, I'm really trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to keep it together, man. I mean, how, like, you know, I, I kind of blame myself. We were winning. We were crushed. I said, we were going to smoke Verlander. We did. And then, you know, I went and did things that I had to do work out, you know, a couple more pods, interviews, whatnot. Oh, no. Oh no. I was like, and then, you know, not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. So <laughs> I didn't turn it back on when I saw that we only had one out to go, mm-hmm. but my heart was kind of like, you know, racing because I saw, you know, the big guy, Jordan was in there with two on and my nightmare came true. <laughs> I, I just, I mean, wh- why I don't dude, why, why? 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 I mean, how? Why? All why, of you. Why pitch to him? Why pitch to him? <laughs> why pitch to him? Why? Why? He's got a proven track record of smashing home runs when it matters most. The, the just... announcers, the commentators were literally saying this is the one person in almost maybe the league that you don't want coming up in this situation. So why not just put him on? Load up the bases. Tell the infield to play back. Maybe you get lucky. I mean, put in a position player. Lob one in there. Maybe yeah. he won't be able to hit it as hard. I don't know. Even if they get a base knock and they get one run. Okay. Ah. You still up one. And, you, you know. But what do I know? I'm just a football guy. Justin from Hi, Justin. Heritage Distilling Company is here. Hey, how we doing? Hi, Justin. Um, well, Living the dream. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we're licking our wounds this morning. But... Um, crack with that boy? comes some better. Uh, flip it, perhaps. <laughs> flip it and crack it. Ooh, yeah. flip it and crack it. Do you hear flip him? It. Wait, flip what, it. And crack. What does that even mean? Flip it. There you go. And now crack it. No. <laughs> well, now turn it back over. Flip oh, it oh. back. Okay. Yeah. Hey, there you hey go. Man, I'm a very literal person. <laughs> Ooh. Hey. What flavor are you going with today? It's the peachy bourbon. All right. And uh, yeah, here goes nothing. Take a sip. Look at that tiny, tiny can in his hands. <laughs> the little can. Can we get these in a bigger can? It's delicious. I was. Wait, just Mike is cutting in yeah. and out. We don't have Justin's mic. I don't know. Oh, my bad. I didn't want to, you know, they have all been amazing. I think my favorite's the lemon, easy, squeezy, lemon, peasy. Yeah. Easy, peasy, lemon, squeezy. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. And, but yeah, this is delicious too, man. Yeah, that peachy bourbon won best can cocktail in the entire industry. It beat all the can cocktails in the market. Wow. Wow. And here I was avoiding it because the other ones were, they looked more appetizing. But this is amazing. Oh, dude, Thank come you. on. Everything from Heritage Distilling Company. Come on. Yeah. We work on uh, it. We, got a, we, have a, we have a great team and uh, we have fantastic palates. <laughs> <laughs> well, so does Lofa. If he approves, <laughs> you know. <clears throat> from a consumer perspective yeah what's with these cans though i mean look at my man has his pinky underneath it he can't even get 
all four fingers and thumb. <laughs> you gonna pinkies up? Lofa size can. Maybe we need like yeah. a special edition or something. Well, uh, you know, God, there's so many ways to answer that question. First, you know, he he has what I would say are probably larger than average hands. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and that's why he, that's why he's in the profession that he was in. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so we all have to respect that. Uh, you know, look, we're still a small company. Getting cans is hard. Getting cans is hard. The pandemic, the consumers moving to canned cocktails, huh. all, all the beer companies are now making canned cocktails. They're making right. seltzers. Mm. So getting cans is hard. Interesting. In Washington, if you have even one molecule of distilled spirit in the can, they treat it like a like a full cocktail. So the tax is really high. So if we use really really big cans like the seltzers do, it would make the cans uneconomic. Oh, okay. Well, at the cash register. Well, so there's a real world answer for this. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, Justin, talk yeah. to me about Heritage's uh, Seahawk fandom and your own Seahawk fandom. And- yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I was born in Renton. Uh, I was, I was in Renton before the Seahawks moved, uh, you know, to Renton. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Spokane and I remember going as a, as a kid, as part of the, the city parks department, they would load us up in the bus and we would go watch training camp at Eastern Washington university. Oh and yeah. We would go, you know, we'd go watch them do all that stuff as a kid. And so growing up as a kid in the Northwest, growing up in Washington, you know, the Seahawks are, are the, are the real deal. Um, I moved to Washington, D.C. I worked in the U.S. Senate. And so I would have to stay up late at night on Sunday to watch the Seahawks. I was the only guy in the neighborhood flying a Seahawks flag outside the house. Um, you know, people gave me a hard time, but, uh, you know, proud to, proud to, to wave those blue colors. So uh, we moved back here and we started Heritage Distilling Company. We try to meet the consumer where they are. And in this market, the consumers are very sports driven. We see that with the Kraken. We see that with now the Mariners, obviously. And the Seahawks have been on a roll for decades. So we wanted to meet the fans where they were. And the Seahawks as an organization, it's a fantastic group of people to work with. They're very community minded. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they look for people who have uh, an honest product to offer. And I think we at Heritage have a fantastic reputation in the market. And we were proud that they wanted to partner with us. Yeah, man. Well, we appreciate you guys partnering with us. You hear that, everybody? Local company, local fans doing cool things. Heritage Distilling Company. Check out the uh, mixed cocktails in a can or the Cocoa Bomb Whiskey. Uh, fall is, of course, upon us and winter is around the corner. Justin, uh, the Cocoa Bomb Whiskey. Yeah. I mean, lights out this time of it's year. Lights yeah, out. Do you have like a, a cool recipe or something we should try with that? Yeah. In fact, we're getting ready to create something we call the soccer mom squad, because look, we're at that time of year where if you've got the six, seven, eight year old kids and you get up at nine in the morning to go to the soccer game on a Saturday, the thing that makes it possible to get through those damn soccer games with the kids is a little coca bomb in your coffee. Uh, and so, you know, we always advise the moms have a mini in the purse, maybe have a couple because there's always gonna be another mom or dad on the sidelines who, when they see what you're doing, they're like, Hey, I got a coffee cup too. I'm going to pull the lid off and drop a little bit here. Yeah. So yeah, um, maybe a little more than a capful, make it, make it a bit of a mocha in the morning, you know, add that chocolatey flavor. Yeah. So you're, this is a little teaser, but the folks are going to see some ad campaigns starting next month, uh, around that little deal that we're working on about the, the soccer moms. Um, <laughs> and, uh, what about the soccer dads? I mean, soccer dads, well, someone's going to drive, someone's going to drive home from the game. My kids. Are, oh, <laughs> you know, okay. We, so. we are, we want to be responsible at all times. here. <laughs> 
<laughs> My kids don't play soccer, but I'll put them in soccer just to enjoy a heritage distillery. Well, look, it's anything. It could be football games on a Saturday morning. It could be lacrosse, field hockey, water polo, tiddlywinks. I don't care. Um, so Cocoa Bomb is the best tasting flavored whiskey we've made to date. It is legit. There are 100 ingredients that go in to make it, and they're all natural. And when you open that bottle, you pour it out, you get the all the different kinds of chocolate on the nose. And when you drink it, it is so smooth. And the chocolate flavor is so real because it's real. So we drink it on ice. We drink it with cigars, just neat. Mm, me too. Any, any whiskey cocktail you can think of, an old-fashioned, substitute your regular bourbon or rye, put the cocoa bomb in, you have a chocolate old-fashioned. It's oh. it's ridiculous. Ooh, I haven't tried that yet. Ooh, oh, yeah. A little orange in there, a little chocolate. Orange. orange. Oh, yeah, especially mm. the holiday season. Um, put it in whipped cream coming up for the holidays uh, on put it on top of your hot cocoa or on your pumpkin pie mm. uh, obviously it's good in hot chocolate so really anything we have a ton of recipes at the heritage distilling webpage and if people make up their own recipes and send them to us we will load them on see there you go we also have one called uh, the chocolate covered strawberry cocoa bomb lemonade and grenadine and it tastes like a chocolate covered strawberry Oof, wow Delicious. It is. Justin, you're making me thirsty. We I'm getting hungry and thirsty. Here, man. <laughs> well, that's what we do. Visual <laughs> intoxication is what we call it. Uh, it's well, working. Thank yeah. you guys so much for partnering with us here at the Take 12 Podcast. We really appreciate you guys coming on board. And uh, yeah. appreciate all of you listeners out there checking out Heritage Distilling, whether it's the Cocoa Bomb Whiskey or the mixed cocktails in a can. Um, and you know, just they partnered with us. So go ahead and partner with them, support them out there. Uh, let Justin, me, let me, let me interrupt you right there because you know, we are here in week six of the season, right. Coming up yeah. and we're in the middle of playoffs for the first time in 21 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the playoff drought is officially old enough to buy our products. And so, <laughs> uh, we, you know, we're glad that that ended this year. Yeah. Uh, people can go to their area in Washington. They can go to Safeway and Albertsons and get I was gonna ask. Cocoa Bomb at any safe or Albertsons. They can go to Kroger uh, stores. So QFC and Fred Meyer, they can get Cocoa Bomb and the RTDs. And they can get Cocoa Bomb and the RTDs at BevMo's and, and Total Wines. And if their local store doesn't have it, go in and say, I want Cocoa Bomb and I want the, these Heritage yeah. Can cocktails. It'll yeah, change I want it forever. now. Go in yeah. and demand Heritage Distilling Company, everybody. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, as the, as the Seahawks move towards the playoffs, we'll be drinking Heritage uh, celebratorily and, you know, the Mariners game yesterday, we you know might have been drinking it for a different reason. Hopefully, more celebrations coming with that team as well. We Down. call that the uh, commiseration shot. <laughs> Win or we or commiseration. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Justin, thanks for being here, man. Um, sure. Why don't we uh, let you go, and then we'll kick off the show. Sounds good? Badass. Love it. Thank you, guys. Love what you're doing, and uh, thank you for letting us be a sponsor. Really appreciate what you're doing and love to see your numbers grow, and you guys are doing a fantastic job. Thank you, brother. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You want the run uncut, yeah. unapologetic from the club, yeah. and no politics in this club, just dirt from the streets and the clicks in the mud, best podcast for the Seahawks, number one sports talk, yeah, we got it on live, every episode 12 hot takes, and we rapping for Seattle, my place, oh, it's the Take 12 Podcast.
on the Believe NFL Sports Network. I am Brett, and I'm from Edmonds, born and raised. Lifelong Seahawk fan. And then I was on MTV for a bit. And then now I'm talking about my Seahawks. With former All-Pro Seahawks legend Lofa Tatupu, who needs no introduction. Hello, buddy. Hello. Now let's hear the guy who MTV fired twice. <laughs> Whoa, wait, what? How dare you guys? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. Coming to you uh, recorded live in the Wiener Schnitzel studio. Two locations, Everett and Fife. Get your Wiener Schnitzel on, everybody. I had Wiener Schnitzel yesterday for real. Mention the Take 12 podcast. Get a small soft drink with any purchase. Wiener Schnitzel, I'm just going to say it, everybody, is delicious. I mean, seriously, like Lofa, we're getting very lucky with these partners and sponsors, like with Heritage. Like, we don't have to BS about it being delicious. The same mm-hmm. is true with Wiener Schnitzel, man. <laughs> it's the spot. A chili dog, some fries, a root beer float. I mean, who's sick of the same old lunch, you know? Everybody, everybody always, oh, I, oh I'm, I'm trying to be healthy. I want to go and get a sandwich now or whatever. Like, boring. Get yourself a chili dog, root beer float, fries. They also do burgers. I got a question. Oh, the burgers are pretty good, too. My background how are you reading that? Is that does that look right to you? Because my it looks like my wiener schnitzel's backwards. <laughs> it looks like that because it's on Zoom. But then so because your okay. computer shows you mirrored because otherwise you'd be reversed. Okay. So to me, your wiener schnitzel looks perfect. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know if it was the Heritage Craft cocktail or what. But how's it had that? Hey, listen, if you ever got questions about your wiener schnitzel, I'll answer them. Thanks, bud. <laughs> Mention the Take 12 podcast, everybody, at their Everett location or their Fife location, two locations in Western Washington. Mention Take 12, mention Lofa, mention me. Right. Sure, why not? And you get a free soft drink with any other purchase at Wiener Schnitzel. Uh, Lofa, big game coming up on Sunday with the Arizona Cardinals. It's a divisional matchup, a divisional rivalry. Uh, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Um, we're two and three. Then again, the NFC West uh, might not be as strong as everybody thought it would be anyway. So this is a huge game coming up this weekend and one we need to get. Yeah. Anytime you play a divisional opponent, it's huge. And uh, yeah, both of us coming off a tough loss. They, uh, they played Philly last week, and, uh, you know, that guy, other than their first game against the Chiefs, you know, Kyler, man, he has them in every game, and um, they've shown a lot of the good things in the second half, and probably that's really where I'm looking like we need to get a insurmountable lead. <laughs> we need to really get out the gates fast mm-hmm. against this team, and uh, but then we're, we're, go- we're also going into it, you know, without – one of our biggest weapons in uh, Rashad Penny. Yeah, no, I know that, that one hurts. I, yeah, the running backs room, um, did it have a lot of depth coming into the season and him going down is going to be, I don't know. I mean, guys got to step up though. Right. You know, and Gino, 
Offensively, I don't think I'm really all that worried about that much, to be honest. Uh, the Seahawks right now are like eighth in offense in the league or something like that. Um, they're, they're, you know, I'm not worried about the offense. I'm worried about the defense and I'm worried about the Cardinals offense. No, absolutely. But just to speak on the offense real quick, um, I think the one thing that we do have to, you know, believe in or rest easy on is that Gino has carried us. Yeah, he has created a running game for us. So yeah. I don't expect to see a big drop off, like you're saying, mm-hmm. um, even with the loss of a major weapon. Like years past, look like when we lost Carson or, or Penny in the past, it ruined our whole game plan because yeah. of how much we relied upon him. You know, Gino has really flipped the script and made it easier for this offense to operate and and produce, you know, room for them, you know, put the extra defender back because he's so dynamic with the football, throwing it, that they're not committing eight to the run. And then all of a sudden you see Kenneth Walker last week break off a 70-yarder. So mm-hmm. um, I'm not worried on offense. Where I am worried is on defense. And even, even the Cardinals going through some injury stuff themselves, you know, they don't know if Connor's going to make it. He's questionable. It's uh, it's <laughs> people are running for 180, I think, right now on average or 170 on average on us. So, yeah, it's reason for concern still on that side. Yeah. The Cardinals last week against Philly, they ran for uh, buck 24. They threw it for 239. They almost had 400 yards of total offense. Kyler Murray threw the ball 42 times. So, you know, he puts it up. Um, he had t- 251 touchdown, one interception. James Conner, like you said, nine carries for 55. But, you know, we'll see if he plays. I mean, they can put up points and our defense is sus so far, man. And I'm nervous. I'm just, I don't know. Like I, I saw a headline, I think Seattle Times. Um, I, I saw one that talked about, there was a quote from one of the guys talking about how the legacy here in Seattle is is such a strong defense and, that they feel like they're letting the dudes from the past down. Well, they got to step up. And this weekend, it's not going to be easy, I don't think, against against this offense. And, you know, like I said, like the Cardinals are two and three also, so they're super hungry. I mean, you want to yeah. talk about individual guys? Like, no, I just – Stop Kyler, you know? Yeah, but from a defensive perspective, you know, having played the position and, you know, been out there before, I'm not seeing anybody talking, you know, pre-snap. Hmm. Letting everybody know, hey – you know, this receiver split, you know, dictates that he's probably, you know, a nasty split tight to the line of scrimmage. He's going to cross the formation. I'm looking back for anything coming over. You should look for the crosser and get depth. I'm not seeing any kind of communication like huh. from the secondary to the linebackers to the to the front four, uh, five, seven, right? I mean, we're running a three, four now, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's you, you have to talk. It's not a secret. You know, I know mm-hmm. on offense, guys – the scariest thing is an offense. They come to the line and they don't talk. Why? Because they know what they're doing. Right. Now on defense, the best communicate. And I'm not, I'm just seeing a lack of communication across the board at, at all three levels from the defense side of the ball. Defense and- well, not, not just defense, but special teams. Yeah. And well, is, right. And those mistakes. And that, yeah, there's oh. three phases of this game and yeah, mistakes like that. It led to a touchdown, you know, the, fake or not so much a fake i don't know what we're doing punt yeah right yeah. um so you know count on them to step up and all right if you're not going to win the game just don't lose the game right and that that's really comes down to but on defense we got to make a stand and say hey you're either not going to run the ball we're committing eight and it's over like if 
you know, force Kyler through the air to, to beat us, which he can do it. He's got the talent, right? Sure. But that, or you're just, you're left in limbo and you're kind of in this constant, well, they could do kind of what we're, they can do whatever they want. They can run or they can pass. It's like up to them. But the more times you put the ball in the air, the more chances are that something bad's going to happen. That, that's just the truth. That's just the nature of the beast. And then what we've seen with passing game around the league, not just, you know, anybody can consistently run it. I mean, I, I would line up and I would run it just like the Saints. They did in the first drive, first two plays, two carries, 12 yards, first down. Okay. Don't even know why they tried to put it in the air. Didn't have to. And didn't have any success until Taysom Hill threw one, right? Right, right yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Just got to make a stand. One, one or the other. You're not going to run it or you're not going to throw it. But either way, we know, and really I prefer you're not going to run it because, like I said, more things can go wrong anytime you put that ball in the air. Well, I'm not uh, – let me see. Uh, uh, I don't really have a segue. What was that? BetOnline.ag. <laughs> uh, over. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're both giving up points. What? What is it? <laughs> well, that's the problem. I went over here to the email from Jimmy Betts, and, and Jimmy Betts over here, he's not, he's not giving me the games anymore. He's just giving me props. I don't know if he listens to our show and realizes that I just kind of like the prop bets or what, but um, what you, I, for some reason, I don't have the line for on, the, on the game for this. Is it? Wait, hold on. Katie's got... Give me some props. Katie's got odds to win the Super Bowl. She's got Whoa. NFC. I don't know. That's no. That's not what I'm looking for. Here, here's some props from Jimmy. <laughs> um, what happens first for Cooper Rush this season? He loses a game or he throws an interception. <laughs> so I was for a second there. I was like, who the fuck is Cooper Rush? Like what? Oh, the guy from the Cowboys. Yeah, like, the Cowboys quarterback. Yeah. Um, I think there's a greater chance he throws an interception than loses a game because they are running the ball and uh, they look good. They're playing outstanding defense. So give me the he's going to he's going to throw a pick this week. Sorry, Coop. Take How about uh, will Christian McCaffrey be traded during the season? You know, they just fired their head coach. Mm-hmm. I really think that's a possibility just because of his injury history. And I think when you're you're restarting. They really don't have a quarterback right now. Um, you know, they got Mayfield and they got Donald. I think that's a possibility. So what, what is it? What's the odds on that? Like he, uh, yes. you got the yeses are three to two and the nos are one to two. Okay. Um, not a math major, but I'm going <laughs> to say yes, because you know, just the possibility of draft capital when okay. you're, when you're going to go through a rebuild. And I think, some team that's missing that element of their game, which he could do it all. Like, so if there's a team, you know, just lacking at the running back position, which you can also use them out split out wide. I think that's a big weapon they could add, but I don't know what the return would be. It'd have to be like a second, third round. I don't think he's going for a first rounder these days. Hmm. This next one is a, is a here's a prop bet. Uh, what happens first in the bears versus commander Thursday night game? A player is tested for concussion symptoms or a roughing the passer penalty. Which brings me to the next thing I want to talk to you about anyway, which is this yeah. like insane. Definitely roughing the passer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since the rule has changed, especially. Um, if you guys want to bet on any of those prop bets or anything else, uh, go to betonline.ag. They've got wagers on the NFL, NBA, MLB playoffs are going on, as we know. Uh, you could put some money down on RMs to come back and win this series against the Strohs. 
at betonline.ag. Make sure you use our promo code. Believe 50. B-L-E-A-V. Five zero. Oh wait, did I cut you off? No. No. Oh. You did great. Oh, okay. Fifty percent welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag. Um, I, I do want to bring this up though, Lofa. I've been seeing, you know, people are wanting to know your opinion on on everything going on out there. I mean, obviously, head injuries. It's 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 something we all know about now. It's nothing to be taken lightly. Of course, player safety. Nothing to be taken lightly. However, then you have the sort of lame call, especially the one against Tom Brady. Uh, Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes got thrown down in a very similar way on Monday night football. There was no flag. I mean, what's going on and what are your thoughts as a former player? Got to review it. If we're going to protect them this much and you're going to throw a game changing call, mm-hmm. you know, game changing flag on a play, you have to be able to review. It. I don't care how long it takes. You have to get it right because this is, it's crazy, man. People are losing games. The chiefs, luckily they won it. But mm-hmm. um, when Chris Jones, he sack strip, he had the ball. There's where you can't spin in midair and land off of the, you know, away from the guy. If you're trying to bring him down, he even braced his left arm, which exposed him to an, you know, elbow injury. You see all these guys wearing those big ass elbow braces. That's because they hyperextended or dislocated their elbow. Mm-hmm. That's not fun. I luckily I've never done that, but so we're putting ourselves at risk as defensive players and the league has to change it. I mean, I think the owners meetings happening this week. They're going to talk about it. It has to be something that's reviewable because it's changing the outcome of the game. It's 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 hard though because as a fan, I don't want more reviews. I already don't like the reviews they already do sometimes. And so, I mean, look, yeah, review it, but I mean, okay. Here's the thing though, with like the the fumble one, that's the worst one because mm-hmm. it, it's it's a sack, it's a turnover, it's momentum for your team. It's all of the excitement and then all oh, a 15 yard penalty first down going the other way on. I mean, the whole thing is like, even if you do review it, how do you, how do you review intent? Like, okay, let's say you review the, the chiefs one right there and it goes to video review, but they called it roughing the passer on the field. How do they overturn it? I mean, he does land on him, but, or, or do they give the chiefs the fumble, but then they penalize when the offense gets the ball, they move them back 15 yards or something like I, I don't know what we're no, reviewing. It's How there's no review? roughing. It's either but, roughing or it's not. So wait, there's no, there's not all the, these dynamics to go through, Brett. It's it's either roughing or it's not. If that's not roughing, it's the Chiefs ball right there at the spot. All you got to do is round the clock. How do you overturn the roughing based on the way that they changed the rule? Like, like I said, you know what's going on in someone's mind. You review it. But so, uh, that's not, no, no. What I'm saying though, what I'm asking is if we did review that play. Yeah. Do you think they overturn it? Really? Those reps yeah. on the field? Yeah. Well, they have they have to call into New York and they have to talk about it. You know, now it doesn't always work out. doesn't always go as Dean Blandino, whoever's over in New York talking about That's it. That's what I'm saying. But it's just there needs to be. I don't it's care. Whole, it's, it's the whole evidence thing. Like, I'm just I'm not saying I, I think I think we're misunderstanding be, a little bit. I'm on I'm on your side. What I'm saying is, is that even if that got reviewed. The guy lands well, on the guy, and the new rule is that you can't do that. So how would they have overturned? You can't land on the guy and forcefully put him down. You have to brace. He did brace is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. All now, right. I understand. The okay. touchdown, the touchdown okay. got reviewed, and it got overturned from an incomplete. So what you're talking about is exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it needs it, to be reviewed because you'd be pissed if your team loses of because course. of a bullshit call. Of course, but here's the thing I'll also be pissed about. I'll also be pissed when they review it, but there's not enough evidence to overturn whatever BS they called on the field, so they have to just stick with it anyway. And then what was the point of reviewing it all together? I, what I'm saying is, is like, I think, I think that we all just kind of know. <laughs> In there. Common sense ain't common. And the problem is, is that it's getting a little bit too complicated because, you know, I was watching the same Bucks game where Leonard Fournette comes around the end, lowers his helmet down on the DB, cracks the guy in the side of the ear hole. They both pop back up. Nothing happens because it's a running back and a DB. They can both go running back to the huddle. That one was more violent than especially the Tom Brady one or the one that we're talking about in the Kansas City one. And that one happens all the time. But we're not talking about reviewing that one. Why? Because the guy's not a quarterback. Exactly. Like the whole thing is just all messed up. That's exactly what it is. Because it's yeah. not a quarterback. They don't give a shit. Right, but that's effed up. <laughs> Life ain't fair, bro. <laughs> right. But that's I think I think what I'm trying to say or like whatever is like that's where all the I can only imagine the level of frustration from the players. I mean, if I'm just as a fan this frustrated about it, I can't even imagine, especially if I'm strip sacking a guy. You had the ball. Where do you, now what do you want me to do? Yeah. It was, it was one of the most athletic plays I've ever seen. And you turned it into a roughing the passer call. Like, all right, I mean, maybe next we topic. Gotta, this but, is getting me mad as a former linebacker. Well, this is what I'm saying. I mean, like review or not review. I don't know. I mean, is the future just that the quarterback is the only one out there not wearing any pads or anything? And it's oh. like, is in practice where they got the red Jersey. And if you two hand touch him, that's a sack. There were some plays. This, there were some plays this past week where they blew the whistle so quick where the quarterback doesn't even attempt to get out of it, you know, but like, I think these quarterbacks are kind of just like, yeah, this is what, this is the game now. Like, but what if the game's on the line? Mm-hmm. Do you want to inadvertent like early whistle? Like, no, Eli Manning wouldn't have that Super Bowl ring with that David Tyree catch if that whistle was blown. If that was today, mm-hmm. that they don't they don't get that that playoff. Well, and also, what about this? I mean, these some of these quarterbacks are huge. Josh Allen is a big, strong guy, so mm-hmm. he's driving games on the line. He takes you know a shot that probably wouldn't even knock him down, but now he's you know, going for the penalty, going for the flag, just like in the NBA or something like that. We, you know, mm-hmm. we, we don't need that, you know, um, it's like, like to your point, I mean, you know, some of the, some of the best plays are when the quarterbacks are able to get out of those and scramble around, you know, I don't know the, it's just uh, every year, every year at the beginning of the year, we have to go over roughing the passer every single year. I'm done with this. So whenever you want to go to the next one, let me know. No, I'm done with it too. I don't know. I don't know what score predictions. Let's go. What do you got? All right. Score prediction challenge brought to you by our friends at Simply Seattle. Go to shop.simplyseattle.com. Use our promo code. Take 12. For 12% off of anything at Simply Seattle. You guys can predict the score on our social media at uh, take 12 pod. (laughs) Take 12 POD on all social media, predict the score, and you could win a gift card from our friends at Simply Seattle. Lofa, how do you see this one shaping up between the Cardinals and the Seahawks? It's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> I don't see anybody stopping anybody in this one. Let me go. Hawks, 37. Cardinals, 35. Okay. Seahawks, yeah. I like that. I'll take that. This could end up like another Detroit game, man. Um. Give me the Hawks. 
48, the Cardinals 45. 48. <laughs> I think we do it again. Almost a 50 burger. I hope we hold them to less than 45, man. <laughs> Me too. But I think that we would. Okay. My prediction is we would have a 50 burger, but Myers is going to miss one during the game at some point, which leaves us with 48. Oh, otherwise we'd have 51. Good number. Then we're out of time on the Take 12 podcast. I'm Brett. He's Lofa. Thanks for listening. Thanks for following on all social media at Take 12 Pod. If you guys got emails, questions, comments, or anything in between, send those to our email inbox. It's seahawkspod at gmail.com because it's from the old days. Seahawkspod at gmail.com. Thank you to our sponsors, Heritage Distilling Company, Wiener Schnitzel of Western Washington with two locations in Everett and Fife. Go see them. Get your free soda with the purchase of anything else by mentioning Take 12. Also, betonline.ag. Uh, we will be back next week to talk about the game and then preview the next matchup with the Giants after the Cardinals, right? Yep. Yeah. Lofa, what do you want to break it down to? Your call. What do you got this week? Uh, let's see. You had the peach bourbon. What was it called? Peachy bourbon. Peachy bourbon on three. Peachy bourbon on me. <laughs> One, two, three. Peachy bourbon. Peachy bourbon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.